Well, I'm I'm on on the winning side. side. Yes, I'm on on the winning side. side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you so much for joining us again today. It is Tuesday, December 14th. And again, this month is flying by. It seemed like it was just a few days ago. We said, here we are, uh, the last month of the year, December. And now here we are, the 14th day. And I hope you're having a good day. I hope you've had a good week so far. And we're looking forward to the time we'll get to be with you today. Welcome uh, to those who are listening on the radio 95.9 FM. And we're thankful for that radio station. Remember, God gave us that radio station. And uh, it's been about two years now. And then, of course, it's been about one year we've had our winning side broadcast. And that's a 10-mile, about a 10-mile radius. Uh, We were just talking today. There's some people out on Lake Gaston on the Virginia side that can get it. And it just depends uh, on those things. But we also have an online radio. You can listen to it anywhere, anytime. And then if you're high tech, you can also listen on the radio app. And some of you do that and we welcome you. And then, of course, uh, for the winning side, we have the podcast. We also have uh, Facebook and YouTube that you can uh, get the broadcast each day. And especially as we're going through a series, oh, maybe if you miss a day, you'll go back and uh, listen in and, uh, and hear the different parts of these uh, chapters we're going through right now in the book of Proverbs. But anyway, all of that to say, uh, however you're listening today, we are thankful to have you with us. Thank you for taking your time to join us. Happy birthday today to Brother Ralph Graham, and I appreciate Brother Graham. He, of course, teaches our Saints Alive Sunday School class uh, on Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock, and then uh, Brother Graham also helps us in the school, Victory Christian Academy. He, He was retired. Uh, He and Miss Rana, they were in education for many, many years, and then uh, God uh, allowed uh, us to be able to get them to come back and to help us in the school. We're thankful for them. Happy birthday today, Brother Ralph, and then also a happy birthday today to Brandon Woodard. And Brandon, I hope you have a great day, you and your family, and uh, God bless you. We were talking yesterday about the cantata. That was Sunday night. It was so powerful. And I hope I didn't make you feel bad, like if you missed the cantata, then you know you missed everything. Well... Almost. No, 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 no. Uh, But the cantata was amazing. But let's not forget this coming Sunday. We've got our services in the morning and then Sunday night, and we will have Sunday night after church. We'll have a Christmas cookie fellowship uh, with Christmas cookies and brownies and pies and cakes and all that good stuff. We'll have some coffee and hot chocolate. Be a great time together, fellowship. And then a week from tomorrow, so Wednesday night, December 22nd is when we will have our uh, candlelight service. That is an awesome time. You don't want to miss that. Uh, We sing Christmas carols. We have uh, the candles, and we still, maybe we shouldn't, but we still do the real candles. And uh, it's awesome, unless you have small children in the pew with you then, or if you have a teenager with you too. That might be a little scary, but we're looking forward to that. It's going to be great. And I hope you'll be in prayer. Pray for our church. Pray for our school. 
Uh, I'll tell you more about it tomorrow, but we've got a special chapel service coming up on Friday, and we're uh, inviting parents to come. Be a great time. The kids are doing some different things for that. Be great. Let's pray for our missionaries, uh, especially those who are not able to be with their families at Christmas and New Year's. And let's pray for them. I want you to hear a song today. Uh, it's a great song. Yesterday we played that song, uh, Oh, What a Savior is Mine. Here's a song also talking about the fact that Jesus Christ is the Savior. But He's not just the Savior. He is my Savior. And I hope you've trusted Him. Uh, Jesus came into the world to save sinners. We wouldn't need a Savior if we were not sinners. But all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And we needed a Savior, and Jesus came. And I'm so glad He did. Hope you enjoy this song. And after the song, we'll get back into our Bible study in Proverbs 26.
Amen. He will always be my Savior. And I thank the Lord for that. I was um, studying this morning, getting ready for, I've got a couple more Christmas messages that I'll preach. And I uh, just kept seeing that, uh, that word, uh, that phrase, uh, forever and everlasting. And you know, uh, Christmas just lasts a short time, especially for children, right? It just seems like you blink and it's gone. And boy, you wait and wait and wait and wait for Christmas. Then it gets here and boom, it's over. But Aren't you glad that the promises of God are forever? And salvation is forever. And I like this one. Uh, Jesus Christ, the King, uh, He, so one day, He is going to set up His kingdom, and it's going to be an everlasting kingdom. There will be no end to His kingdom. And, uh, you know, presidents come and go, and uh, governors come and go, and senators come and go, and representatives come and go, and even kings and queens come and go. Now, they actually, you know, get to stay uh, in power longer than uh, elected uh, officials. But, but even still, they're, 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 their time is so short. Uh, but Jesus Christ of His kingdom, there shall be no end. And I'm glad He is my Savior uh, today, tomorrow, next week, next year, and forever. He promised everlasting life, eternal life. Now, the Bible teaches we have in Christ, we have eternal security. You say, well, I just don't believe a person could be saved and be saved forever. Oh, really? Well, you don't think Jesus could do that? You think Jesus would make you a promise and say, I'll give you everlasting life, and then he'll take it away after a year or two? I don't believe that. Uh, you don't get saved by yourself, and you don't stay saved by yourself. It's not because of you or me. It's all because of Jesus, and I hope you enjoyed that song. I wasn't planning to preach like that, but I'm glad, I, I'm glad we said it. I'm glad we got that out there, and I hope it was an encouragement to you. Let's look at Proverbs 26, our lessons from nature. We've seen lessons from the rain and the snow, lessons from the birds, uh, lessons from a horse and a donkey, uh, lessons from a stone and a sling, uh, lessons from a thorn. And then we looked at yesterday some lessons from a dog. And boy, by the way, there's books and all that. You could, we could talk about that for a long time. But we look specifically at verse number 11. And I won't read it again in case you're in the middle of lunch, but it was kind of gross what a dog does. But it's also sad what a fool does. A fool returneth to his folly. We saw that yesterday. Now, don't be like that. Let's look at verse 13. Here's a lesson from a lion. I love to study lions, and it's very interesting. But this verse, verse 13, it gives an example of someone who uses a lion as an excuse. It says in verse 13, the slothful man, that's the lazy man, he says, there is a lion in the way. A lion is in the streets. Verse 14, as the door turneth upon his hinges, so doth the slothful upon his bed. The slothful hideth his hand in his bosom, and it graveth him to bring it again to his mouth. The sluggard, that's a lazy person again. The sluggard is wiser in his own conceit than seven men that can render a reason. It's hard to talk sense into a lazy person. But let's look at this lesson from a lion. It says that the slothful man will say, Oh, can't go out and work today. Can't get anything done today. Because there might be a lion out there in the street. There might be a lion in my way. I might come across a lion today. And I, you know, that might be too dangerous. I better not go out and work. Well, can I tell you, lions may be found in some places. But it is extremely rare 
to find a lion in the street of a city. And by the way, you say, well, this is Bible times. Even in Bible times, it was extremely rare and unusual that you would find a lion in the city. Uh, now, you might go and find a lion out in the woods, or you may, may find a lion out in the wilderness somewhere, but not in the city, and certainly not in the middle of the streets of the city. The Bible tells us that David killed a lion while he was out in the field watching his father's sheep. Uh, Samson killed a lion while he was traveling with his parents from one city to another city, but it wasn't in the city. Even if there is a lion in the streets, can I tell you, um, you know, that, that's a, a pretty, pretty crazy excuse. It'd be like this, I guess, in our day. It'd be like saying, you know, I better not walk down the road. Uh, I better not go to work today. Uh, I better not go to church today. I better not go to school today because there might be a snake in the parking lot. Now, yeah, could there be a, a snake in the parking lot? Sure, absolutely, it's possible. Uh, but it's not a very good excuse. It's not very likely. And people use excuses like this. By the way, I want to tell you, uh, even if there is a lion in the streets, I'm glad that we have the lion of the tribe of Judah. We have Jesus Christ who will protect us. And, and, and you can't just worry about all the fears and all the dangers and all the what ifs. You got to at some point have some courage and say, I'm going to go after this. I'm going to do something for God. Don't be foolish. Uh, but don't use excuses for why you cannot do what is right. The Bible tells us that Satan is walking about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour, but, but greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. This here in Proverbs 26, verse 13, it's just an excuse. It's an excuse that would sound silly to somebody who heard it. Even in Bible times, they said, no, that's, that's not happening. That, that's not a good excuse. But you know, many times our excuses sound pretty silly too. Think about people who have made excuses for why they can't work uh, or why they can't uh, uh, go to church or why they can't read their Bible or, or why they can't pray or, or why they cannot tithe. Boy, that's, those are hilarious excuses to me. You know why? Because we spend money on what we want to spend money on. Yeah, sorry, I, don't, I, can't, I can't tithe. Do you know how silly that sounds? Because the tithe is 10% of what you have. So it means you've already got it. It's already coming in. And it's 10%. And to think that you and I could not give back to God 10% after all that He's given to us, I just want to tell you that you may, be, you may believe that excuse. And you may have convinced yourself of that excuse, but it sounds pretty silly. I want to tell you, we make time for what's important. We spend money on what is important to us. But many times we make excuses for why we cannot serve God. Uh, here are some excuses we'll use sometimes for why we can't serve God. Well, I gotta spend time with my family. And by the way, I agree with that. You need to spend time with your family. But you know, it's amazing. We spend a lot of time doing other things that aren't with our family. And then we use our family as an excuse for why we can't serve God. How about this, sports? Oh, can't serve God, got to play baseball, got to play basketball, got to go to uh, watch this, got to go hunting, got to go fishing, got to... By the way, I'm not against those things, but those things should not take the place of worshiping God and serving God. Uh, how about our health? By the way, for some people, that is a legitimate reason why they cannot serve God because of their health. But I've heard people say they can't serve God because of their health, but it's amazing. Their health miraculously is better when it's something that they want to do. 
May God help us not to use excuses for why we can't do what is right. Uh, don't use the excuse of, well, this person said this, or that person might do this, or, you know, there's a bunch of hypocrites at church. You know, the truth is, you're right. There's a bunch of hypocrites everywhere. There's a bunch of hypocrites at your workplace. I guarantee it. There's a bunch of hypocrites at Walmart. There's a bunch of hypocrites at the restaurant. Yeah, quit using excuses for why you cannot serve God. Just determine today, no matter what, I'm going to do what's right. No matter what, I'm going to serve God. No matter what, I'm going to live for God. No matter what, no more excuses. Verse 13, the slothful man saith, there is a lion in the way. There's a lion in the streets. Well, I got news for you. Probably not. Uh, just do what's right. God will take care of you. God will bless you if you will just do what you're supposed to do. It's good for our children. It's good for our teenagers. It's good for our employees. But by the way, it's good for us too. Let's stop making excuses and let's do what's right. God bless you. I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.